From a dank and dusty basement in Kalamazoo, Michigan, this is The Dark Show with Luke and Corey. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, you are tuned into The Dark Show with Luke and Corey. Coming to you possibly on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. SoundCloud. Spotify is not something that we do. Yeah, you're right. So <laughs> I said Spotify. Sorry, guys. We've, we've been smoking a little legal recreational wow. marijuana here. Oh, that's horrible. And uh, <laughs> It's awesome, but it's horrible. So he's Spotify. Time. Pick at us up, same, yo. Same time. Uh, Come on, Spotify. Pick us up. But <laughs> hi, everyone. My name is Luke. My name is Corey, and I'm a jackass. And I'm a wrestleholic. Uh, I think that may be trademarked. I don't want to get in trouble, but hey, whatever. Uh, welcome to the Dark Show with Luke and Corey, guys. Uh, folks, ladies, gents, um, crickets, children, mothers, babies, whatever. So my uh, random uh, my random word talkie screw-ups are brought to you by New Belgium's Voodoo Ranger Imperial IPA. Uh, don't buy it unless you really want something very flavorful all up in your mouth. Oh, yeah, okay. Nice. Um <laughs> You are either listening to us on SoundCloud at TDS Productions, or you're listening to us on Apple Podcast and or slash iTunes, whatever the hell you want to call it yesterday. But how about it, Spotify? But hey, yeah, <laughs> Spotify, uh, give us an email jingle over at the Dark Show Podcast at gmail.com and let us know what we can do for you, Spotify. We are here for your needs and uh, the listeners' ears. So a really small weekend in wrestling. Yeah, a little bit of a little bit of a break. I mean, you got G one, you got a couple other things, yeah. but not really anything uh, major or, or anything to write home about. Yeah, well, we got G one where in Block B, I saw John Moxley win his match, get up to ten points. He's at the top of Block B. Uh, can't remember who's on top of Block A, but it's something to keep an eye on. You know, nothing. He's still the uh, he's still the United States Championship. Yep. right. That, Champion, that's true. Championship. I do believe that's true. I don't think he he has uh, lost that yet. Okay, so he's going for double belts. Yep. He's going to be Johnny Two Belts. Yep. Also this weekend at uh, uh, the Juggalo Gathering, we've got Super Mania, and uh, my buddy Carl is out there. I hope you can hear us at some point. Uh, before you're gone, maybe give, give us a little shout out. Oh, hey, dog. Why don't you record some interviews and shit? Come down and see us after you get back. For reals. I'm saying, dude. Oh, yeah. We'll uh, have a whole Juggalo Championship Wrestling episode where you can come yeah, out man. and just throw, throw your ideas at us, man. Record some shit on your phone. See who you can talk to. Give us a little rundown on how the show went. Uh, if you go and see the show, I'm not sure if you're going to go see I, Supermania exclusively. I think he was or planning on be... seeing one of the three events that they had going on. Supermania just happens to be the last one, and it's probably during a lot of the big acts. Well, it's a big place. It's probably in a separate tent, too, and if he's overseeing an act, something like well, that, he's going to miss the show or it's whatever. It's outdoor, man. We're talking the gathering. This is like a, like the electric forest for juggalos. I've seen video of the gathering. I understand this. Usually they put that stuff separately, and then there's a map of what the fuck's going on. So if you're way over here watching an act, you can't watch the wrestling show. Exactly. Because something's going on. You know what I'm saying? So please, Carl, uh, watch a little bit of the Supermania. Get up in the front row, uh, get some wrestlers' names, maybe get an interview or two. and uh, Get out some swag. Rock down to the dungeon (laughs) next week and uh, let us know what happened. That's right. Juggalo Championship Wrestling. Yeah, man. Uh, hey, 
Um, yeah, there's really not much. Uh, we had a little bit of news. I mean, CM Punk. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, they had that interview. Uh, CM Punk had an interview. A couple of big things had to say. Uh, one of them was that uh, he's he's not the same guy he was. That everybody remembers him being uh, sitting there in Las, oh, was it Las Vegas. Uh, yeah. Uh, and yeah, like yelling or basically like giving reading Vince and John Cena the right act. Uh, but yeah, th- that, it, that he doesn't have hard feelings basically anymore. Well, he dropped his bomb that he's now uh, open. Yeah, two other promotions, yep. um, which is interesting. I I enjoy that because he's been a commentator and and on color for uh, uh, MMA and UFC for a while, and I'd like to see him stay in that manner. And I think now, you know, and like I like I said, time heals all wounds, and especially for somebody who's straight edge, somebody who looks into his heart for Jesus. And I don't front him for that. He's he is who he is, and he has decided to forgive and kind of let lay and yeah, wherever say, you get to your power, that's your that's your business. Yeah, WWE. Hey, no hard feelings. Sorry, I like it. You know, I'm ready to move on. I like that it opens doors. I do too. I um, like that. I like that it's also involving a little bit of talk with AEW. I'd like to see AEW. I'd really like to see it. Basically, what I want to see is since basically he said, like he's been texted about it, but nobody's come up to him. I'd like to see Cody and everybody just throw him a big fucking party. You know, <laughs> be like, hey man, we're coming to you with this big ass party, and hey, like one of the first shows on TNT. <laughs> yeah, like one like, of the first AEW shows is is a party. Exactly. And there's a food fight <laughs> because work. there That'll would work. be inevitably. Uh, hey, you know, whatever, whatever works for them. Um, yeah, we don't know how crazy they're gonna get with their their non wrestling content. Yeah, but uh, needless to say, it's gonna be creative. It's gonna be fun. It is. Uh, I I really I'm 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 so I'm super stoked about this, but I'd like to see it more in like a Colt Cabana, uh, a way where. Cole Cabana for Ring of Honor has also he's he's not afraid to have a match or get in the ring or be a championship, but like seventy uh, percent of the time, you're gonna see him opening the shows as a commentator, you know, dressed in his nice stuff, yeah, doing commentator work, which he's really really good at. Oh yeah, he's really good at commentary, uh, and then. 30% of the time you get to see him wrestle, which so it's a win-win for everybody. Oh, yeah, definitely. And honestly, one, one place I see can see him really working out, especially when you think back to the old straight-edge society stuff he did and whatnot, uh, is teaming up with Darby Allen, maybe becoming his manager and so, an occasional tag team yeah. partner, you know? Because they're both straight-edge. They both come from actually like a pretty similar background when it comes to like their actual rise through wrestling. Absolutely. I... Um, I the manager thing gets me. You got to be. I mean, you got to be on point. Absolutely. To be a manager, and I think if you start throwing managers at everybody, you go to the first rung of the ladder of indie re- independent wrestling. Uh, that's usually those Facebook videos and everything yeah. else that you see in the backyard of somebody who's taped it with a fucking VHS recorder or with their phone yeah. on on. 
horizontal instead of fucking vertical and vertical or instead vertical of instead of horizontal. Like, wait a minute, you got this all mixed up, man. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I mean... Is it your fault that things are like this? I fuck standing <laughs> up and I shit sitting down. All I right. swear. Put on pants just like any other man. <laughs> How oh, many legs man. at a time? I'm not going to tell you. That's privileged information. But it's two. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> anyway, yeah, AEW, anyway. by the way, coming to us with our fir- their first ever live episode on TNT. That is Wednesday, October 2nd. Yep. Uh, I believe 8 to 10. Yes. We got the standard, uh, the standard wrestling time slot. 8, 7 central. That's right. You eight know. central. I always thought it was 8, 7 central. No, nah, it would be 8 eastern, 7 pacific. We're on yeah, Eastern. That too. Yeah. We're on Eastern. Yeah. It basically goes New York and Los Angeles. Like seven in LA, uh, eight in New York. It would be eight o'clock here, so it would be four o'clock central then. There you go. Yeah. I don't know if that's true or not, but it is. Because you're right. Because I remember the family guy joke. It says specific time. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Do you mean Pacific time? <laughs> oh yeah, but no, I, I can't. I can't wait to see Wednesday Night Dynamite for the first time. That's coming up real soon. Yeah, man. And uh, got, what, a month and a half, two months ago. It's it's gonna be fun. The audio is good. The video is good. The production truck is really good. Uh, I absolutely I agree with Jim Cornette on that, and that's why I'm still a Jim Cornette guy. Ding. There's the trademark. It's supposed to be a sound or something. Yeah. Well, I'm not. I am. You don't talk. About Jordan Grace that way. Trisha Parker? Whatever. Yeah. Um, I don't mind what she fucking calls herself on Twitter, but don't call it out to the fans and be like, because this is why, because it's blah, blah, blah. Hey, now calm down. Stop breaking kayfabe so damn much. I like you. Yeah. You're a good wrestler. You could have just done it and then not really said anything else. Said why? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, and everything would have been fine. Just let your fans speculate, you know, but you're out here doing this Patreon thing. You're doing these special still, model picks or whatever. But still to call her untalented to, to basically say she's an, a nothing. No, that's man, true. That uh, is true. That's fucked up, Jim. You got to go back and you gotta watch some of her matches. Uh, she just does fucking amazing work. I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. That's why I'm I, not a Jim Cornette guy right now. I love Jordan Grace to death. Uh, and we'll tag her in this episode. We've tagged her in episodes before where we've just literally just bowed down to her presence. Oh, and let me make this in clear. a female wrestling. Let me make this clear, Jordan Grace. Our opinions do not matter for shit as to what you do with your life and your Twitter accounts. It's, it's not our fucking business. Yeah, it so, really isn't. I follow you on Twitter. Our it's a comments good time. are strictly that just comments. By the way, because um, we're a couple of assholes. <laughs> beer can. Oh, that was a weak, weak beer can. You let the go before the crack. Yeah, whatever. I'll, I'll get the next um, one good. By the way, at Jonathan Gresham, I'll also tag him in this. Uh, y'all had a couple pictures together a uh, couple weeks ago when you were like out on a bungalow or something like, or, you know, looked like you were in a kitchen of some sort at a some sort of resort. But it, I digress. <laughs> do you now? I do. <laughs> 
it looked in the picture in the first pictures. First off, I want to know where he got them freaking lounge pants because I want some. Oh, uh, and I'm putting that on blast. I will even tweet the exact minute so you can just <laughs> listen to this your... if you just wanted to listen to that question. Hashtag John Gresham, where's your pants? Where you get them pants? <laughs> the lounge pants. Where them pants? Uh, hashtag John Gresham. And they looked really comfortable. <laughs> and that's all I'm saying. I, and he. Uh, are they ball hanging pants? Yeah, they were one of those. Straight yeah. up, straight up testy tents. Huh? Testy tents? Tents for your testies. Is that what you call like lounge pants? Like some real sleeper nice sleeper pants, pajama real pants. Real nice, breathable, silky motherfuckers. Uh, I don't think they were silk, but they were. They looked really nice. Could have been silky. Uh, they may. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Why are you dragging me into this? Oh, you um, know, I'm just a fucking weird guy. The other thing I have to say about that is the fact that Jonathan Gresham looked like he. In the first picture, like she's kissing him, and he's just kind of like, just woke up nine o'clock in the morning. I thought you said you were gonna make coffee. Where's it at? <laughs> kind of face, <laughs> like that. That's kind of like. Mm. Oh, oh yeah. Everybody knows that face. Where's the coffee? Why are you kissing on me? What are we doing? Oh, it's a thing for your fans. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but Nothing anyway, wrong with that? My wife does it ten million times. It's just we don't have a photographer. Around us all the but time. Either way, either one of you, let us know where them pants are, where we can get them pants, because uh, we need some pants. Some testy tents. I love me some lounge pants. <laughs> That's Tentacles. all I wear because, I, and you know what else I love is chef pants. Oh, because yeah. I work in a kitchen, and chef pants are so breathable and so goddamn comfortable. Well, don't forget scrubs, man. You ever fucked with scrubs? Scrubs are a number two to chef pants. Yeah. Chef pants are possibly the like, most comfortable pants on earth. Yes, like chafing prevention, Heat all that dis- shit. Dissipation. Yep. Uh, they soft. They soft. They, it's they, a motherfucker. Oh, so. Uh, oh, um, what, what do you call it when they can move around a lot? They, you know, they, they're they, breathable. They're real breathable, but they're also very uh, versatile. Versatile. No, there's a word for that. Flexible. They're very flexible. Very flexible pants. Like whatever position you get into, you can it's fold gonna be these pants in into whatever hose. position you want. It's gonna be comfy as fuck in them hoes. <laughs> and you can quote me on that. That's Corey, right here. I said that. All right, that sounds like a plan. But yeah, Chef's Pants. <laughs> this has been an ad brought to you by ChefsPants.com. Uh, probably not. And if that's a real place, sorry, we didn't mean to fucking use your shit. But uh, ChefsPants.com, they're comfortable as a motherfucker. They are comfortable as hell, uh, <laughs> especially when you get lost in a bubble like I have. Uh, lost in a bubble? I get lost in this work bubble because I close ah, all yes, the time. And yes. so I wake up at like 3 o'clock in the afternoon and I go to work and I'm I'm there till like 2 in the morning. And then I come home and hang out here and watch wrestling when I can and uh, uh, hang out and chill and like catch up on all my news and shit and get to bed at like 5 in the morning and be like, I'm going to get up at noon and like get up at 3 again right. and fucking start the whole. You become like a zombie when you close. Right, right. Over and over and over. Oh, I know. I know exactly what you mean. So, no offense. No offense to my Harvey's peeps because I know that uh, they listen to this mainly because I put it on in the kitchen (laughs) two days after. Uh, And let me tell you this. While we were in the car on the way over here, he was telling me that, no, he absolutely loves working with you guys. That he's having nothing but a good time. Oh, yeah, man. And Um, there's only one of you sons of bitches. Just one of you. (laughs) 
that's gonna get it. It's gonna get it. Because no, you don't like I have you. No, I have no clue. Who the <laughs> fuck he's even talking One about. One of those three statements was tr- was uh, a lie. Yeah. It, Next week we'll tell you which one. Uh, why not? Yeah, <laughs> when we do our thing with Carl. Um, that's a real thing too. But anyway, yes, yes it hey, is. folks, uh, you're listening to the Dark Show with Luke and Corey. We're gonna come back. We're gonna talk a little. We're gonna go a little sideways. We're gonna start talking about maybe a profession that Stone Cold Steve Austin's been in. We're gonna talk about a profession that Bill Goldberg's been in. We're gonna talk Roman. about a possession that Roman Reigns was in. A possession. Brock, a possession. Um, <laughs> That's Jimmy Uso with the DUI. We're talking about the uh, National Satanic Football League, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Your mother sucks cocks in hell. Uh, We might also talk a little bit about that big reunion they had on Raw. Oh, yeah. We'll we'll get into the... For a little bit of Raw reunion, and then we'll... uh, And I've got a gripe about somebody on the internet. All right. That and more after this. Are you in the Kalamazoo, Michigan area and in search of used collectible vinyl, new collectible vinyl, cassette tapes, VHS tapes, I don't know, they might have those, but anywhere you look will be inadequate if you don't look at Greenlight Music and Video, a local purveyor of the greatest collectible in music antiquities and modern era stuff. They don't sell CDs at Best Buy anymore, but they do at Greenlight Music and Located at 4717 West KL Avenue C, Kalamazoo, Michigan, 49006. Mm, yeah. Bonesaw. About to split that spider in half. That eight-legged freak should have gotten to a different ring. Oh, yeah. That pajama-wearing, arachnid-loving son of a bitch. What? Yeah. Bonesaw's ready. Sorry, I had to do it. I had to bring back Bonesaw from the dead. Man. All right. Welcome back to the Dark Show remember when, with um, Luke and Corey. Remember when, How are when, you? Remember when Tobey told, told Maguire whooped Bonesaw's whole ass? That was sad for <laughs> Bonesaw. Great for Toby Maguire, though. You got to kiss Kirsten Dunst in the end of that. So, good times, everybody. Upside down kisses in the rain. We're talking about tangents here today. And no, no, we're not. One but tangent that we were coming what, to. What you can do is write us a bunch of tangents on Facebook at Dark Show with <laughs> Luke and Corey on Twitter uh, at TDS Luke and Corey. You can leave us messages on SoundCloud or iTunes, whichever way you're listening right now. Uh, don't forget to uh, support our sponsors. That'd be Greenlight Music and Video uh, on the corner of uh, Drake and KL. Uh, beautiful place. Beautiful place, great place to get your, uh, get your, get your uh, vinyl music needs. And once you get your music <laughs> needs done for drinking, you can walk on over to the Drake Party Center that in the true. same complex and go ahead and get all your alcohol needs and cigar needs. They have a great humidor as well. Oh yeah, they might even still carry discs. Although actually, no, I think they moved those down the street to Munchie Mart. That's right. Any hoozles, folks. But uh, anyway. Uh, it's it's a good day. Oh, it is a great day to talk about football. We're in yeah, Luke's football. football corner at Luke's. In the football corner at Luke's. Oh, We're in the man. football corner with Luke. We are right around the corner, folks. Uh, August. 
August 8th is the first preseason game. I'm actually going to one. You're going to go to a preseason game. Uh, um, uh, actually, Beach. Uh, shout out, Beach. Uh, he and his mom and her boyfriend are going. And they were like, hey, we got an extra ticket. Come hmm. on out. And I was like, hell yeah. And I'm trying I'm, to remember which one it is. I'm actually working. Speaking of shout out to Beach, but maybe possibly if there's a way with your rewards. Uh, my birthday is September 29th. And I've actually been talking with my wife about making a weekend out of that and going to see the Chiefs at the Lions at Ford Field on Sunday, September 29th. Okay. And so the fact that you're going to a game is awesome, uh, but I'll be going to a game as well, hopefully. Like, I, I want this. Yeah. But like I said, if you've got any free tickets, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. I'm pretty sure I do. Points and rewards uh, I, I for a Sunday. Going- September 29th, that's Sunday, September 29th, uh, that is the week before their bye. Oh, yeah. Uh, week six, I believe. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, this is what's happening. It's basically uh, Beach and his sister and a bunch of people are going to the 8th, the Patriots versus the Lions, at the Lions. Uh, and then uh, on the 29th, uh, we're going to see the Lions at the Browns in Cleveland. August 29th. August 29th, yes. Aw, man. And if anything happens and I can't go, I'll let let, let him know that you're the guy to give the second ticket to. Hey, man. Or uh, the other ticket to. Absolutely. I'll make time to go to a Lions game all day long. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, you know, not a plea for help, but I know that Beige gets a lot of points and a lot of rewards and a lot of of things. so I was just wondering if maybe he had some to spare for Sunday, September 29th. That is Sunday, September 29th. And that's a, re- a regular season game. That's a regular season game. That is week six, uh, the week before the bye. Uh, we're already planning on, on stockpiling and saving up for this uh, because it, it will happen. And I will be diet, you know, I will, I will let everyone know. Out here in the podcast land, how everything goes. But I am doing this. I'm putting it on blast. It's out to the world that I am doing that. I can't back out. And I'll pay for my own shit. I don't care, man. I'll put extra away on fucking checks. Oh, yeah. But she's got vacation time. And I'll, I'll take off and fucking go to Detroit and have a good time. And maybe hit the museums the day before. Like you hit a museum or two. Hang out around town, have a good dinner, go to sleep at a hotel, wake up early, start tailgating, about 11 o'clock, home game, get your jersey on, get your pants on, get what you're going to wear. Yeah, right, I'm, I'm ready. I'm actually looking it up. I've got 33,100 credits. For some odd reason, I'm getting nothing with the name Lions. I've got 15,000. That's it. So, uh, you need to get to work, man. Well, I try, but it's hard. It's hard for me to get up at 10 a.m. anymore. To, I miss the game card. Yeah. Bonus points, you know. Like, I guess I could set an alarm for 10 a.m. <laughs> and, like, wake up and do that and then go back to sleep until, like, noon. Okay, what was the day, September 9th? 
September 20th. 29th. Do you not know my birthday? We've known each other for 16 yeah, years. Yeah, those are the things that I don't think the, the, about. The, in yeah, life. look, look, this motherfucker here doesn't know my birthday. Anyway, we're talking about fantasy When's my football. birthday, motherfucker? Sometime in March. Yeah, see, there you go. 12th? 22nd? <laughs> nope, nope. I don't know. 12 is my favorite number, though, so you got close there. All right, it looks like we're looking at 250,824 points for the Chiefs at the Detroit Lions. For two tickets or one ticket? I believe that's for one ticket. Yeah, I can find cheaper online just money-wise and not have to spend my time on a phone. Oh, wait a minute. Trying to do baseball. I think that's that's for uh, three tickets or four tickets even. Because it says I only need 53,702 on top of my 33,000 to get into the event. So, okay. Yeah. Anyway, not going to be able to do it, man. Anyway, call it. (laughs) Beer can? Oh, yeah, because I said I was going to do one. Much better, huh? That is a much better better beer can. Yeah. There we go. The key is Archer. Arch your hand out, arch this hand out, so the sound has more more ways to go. Well, you have an easier time working around your mic, too. I'm kind of in a closed... <laughs> That's true. I make myself in a closed quarter yes, It's much easier to reason. stand the entire time. Is it? It is, actually. Okay. I actually really <laughs> like standing. It feels like it feels like I'm on a stage, but I'm talking to you. Right. You know? Yeah, sounds <laughs> like, good. Like, we're comfortable, but... We're presented. comfortable. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but anyway, you know, so we're talking fan- about football. fantasy football is coming up. It's around the corner. I love the Lions. I'm a Detroit Lions guy for life. Lions. Um, and but but I've been worried about their wide receiver core for a minute. Well, they just dropped one, didn't they? I mean, well, no, Um and we do have a new tight end now that is looking actually really promising with Matt Stafford. Uh, uh, Hawken, Hawkinson. Yeah, Hawkinson. TJ Hawkinson. Uh, Sounds like a made-up name, but all right. Straight-up rookie. <laughs> yeah, TJ right. Hawkinson. Hawk is what they what they're calling him. I bet they do. That sounds like a, a, a romantic comedy writer would write that as a name for somebody. Kind of. Oh, have right? you met my it's, best friend, Hawk? Uh, He's um, just too much. Was it Blue Mountain State? <laughs> Something like that. Uh, I love that fucking show. It is funny. It's funny. Uh, Blue Mountain. Yeah, that that's a great show. Uh, but yeah, it does. It sounds like that. <laughs> it sounds but, like a made-up name, but definitely um, not. It's not. And still, he's, he's with Stafford, man. And no, he, he looks like and between the coaching changes and between the draft picks. And here's the greatest thing is the fact that we just got a hold of Mike Daniels from uh, the Green Bay Packers. No who's shit. a veteran fucking defensive tackle. Great guy. Oh, yeah. Decided to stay. Like, he had other offers. He had four other offers that were offering more money than Detroit was, and he went to Detroit because he wanted to stay in the conference. Nice. He's like, I want to stay in the conference that I'm in, and I want to do my best for the people. It's not about the money. And I was like, fuck, here we go. So we've got A him. real football player, by the way. Uh, <laughs> Snacks came back. James Harrison Snacks. <laughs> Is that his actual James? last name? Yeah. Well, Harrison is his last name. His nickname is Snacks. James he came Snacks Harrison. You never put the nickname at the end. Don't quote me on James. Yeah, I know it's Snacks Harrison. All right, let's Damian Harrison, maybe. Uh, but <laughs> but everybody calls him Snacks. 
for a reason because he's got the most sacks because quarterbacks are snacks and he gets snacks. Okay, man. I don't know why I'm not long. hearing about all these people in my life, but I guess um, I just don't pay as pay as, the other one? enough oh, attention to the, uh, to the news. I'm too busy about wrestling. And on the top three of defensive lines for uh, Detroit Lions that came back that just made me absolutely giddy was the fact that Darius Slay came back. Oh, Big play yeah. Slay. So we got Big Play Slay, Snacks Harrison, and Hawk. Thank you, Darian. Uh, two defensive guys. Um, three defensive guys because of Mike Daniel. Yeah. Uh, I believe our team is is shaping up to be 10 times better what everybody's projecting right now. There was an NFL.com projection that had the Lions ranked at going 3 and 13. Well, it wasn't too long ago and we, we were, were like, what? 16, man. We're not going 3 and 13. We're doing way better than that. Well, I, we're I, doing I, way I, better than I that. I would tend to agree. But at the same time, it wasn't that long ago since this Lions fan watched a 0-16 and 16 season. It was 11 years ago. Thanks for bringing it up. It hurt. Thanks. Deeply Thank hurt. So deeply, for, for bringing I still that up. feel it 11 years later. I was down south. I had to deal with that with all these Saints fans. How many games y'all win? How many games y'all win? Shut the fuck up. Oh, and what did they win? The fucking Super Bowl. Well, you know. <laughs> However... The next year, we did meet them in the playoffs. True, true. Uh, that was our first lost, playoff. But this is our first playoff in fucking yep. ten years from there, at least. <laughs> yeah, that was under Caldwell, and yeah. that you know, we went and it was fun. I was the only one in Lions gear at at the uh, Elks Lodge that night. Everybody else had their Saints stuff on, ready for the playoff yep. game. And yep. I said, I came walking in. And I was like, I'm ready. And they were like, we shouldn't even let you in. And I was like, everybody's included. And I'm a member, so fuck you. <laughs> and well, I, you'd be welcome up here in the Midwest, Ope. Oh, in my Stafford jersey? Yes. And now I have two other no, Stafford jerseys I mean, jerseys any of them will well. be welcomed up here in, in, in the Midwest. It wouldn't be a problem. I'll let them wear whatever they want, but okay, if they get loud, the, I'm going to step up. Okay, not the Midwest. Like, here. Like, right here in Kalamazoo. Perfect. Chicago, no, you better not do that. You better not. Especially I if, if you're you a rival. Uh, I, I think if you see us start to do really well by midseason, it's going to turn into that kind of jungle oh, yeah. at Ford Field where oh, yeah. you can come in in your jersey. That's fine. You ain't even with it at home. No. No, <laughs> no that's Dallas. Yeah, no, that's 100% I've Dallas. I've heard, yeah. The people, Texan fans are rabid. I was actually afraid in New Orleans because people had warned me about that. And when we went, I was wearing my Stafford jersey, yeah, and uh, uh, we won. Like that was the that was the year, or that was the the game. It was about three years ago, and it was the uh, Matt Prater game, basically, because Where Matt Prater just got like field goal after field goal after field goal after field goal, seven field goals, yeah, killed everything that his foot touched. Yeah, and <laughs> and they had two yeah. field goals, never made it into the end zone. Yep. And people were leaving, like fourth quarter leaving. Oh yeah, sorry. Prater is like I had a blast. Jesus, right? <laughs> you know, to me, I had a blast. It was a great time. Uh, 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 there was drunk people all around me screaming uh, for the Saints and screaming who dat. And yep. then all of a sudden it got real quiet and nobody was screaming nothing because everybody left. 
way early before the end of the game because Damn. we won like 16 to 9, 19 to 9, some shit like that. And it was all out. field goals? Yeah, it was all field goals. Well, could well have been yeah, it was like it. 3, 6, 9, 12, 15, 18, 21. It was 21 to 6. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's something I'd actually like to, to look that up and, and watch it. Like ESPN classic style. Let's find it and watch it soon. Hey, I'll, I will find it and we'll I've, watch it. I, I never got there. to watch that game. I'm pretty sure I never watched that game. I've never watched it either, actually, for like TV purposes. So that might be fun. All right. So what other picks do you but have? But anyway, I was going to go through, since it's almost time, uh, my top three of every position. You guys can use this for whatever you want. And then uh, throughout the year. We will uh, uh, check back and have little fantasy football segments. I might get on by myself every now and again uh, and and do like a little different fantasy football 10-minute thing and, uh, and, and keep people updated and, and uh, keep letting them know on the league what, that I'm in. Welcome to Luke's Fantasy Football Picks, yeah! Well, go home, put that to your guitar, <laughs> like come up with a cool guitar riff, and, and send me the, the audio file. And the connections. just record it on your phone, send me the audio file. <laughs> I'll put it up on here, and that'll be, that's the riff right there. Well, you can just, cut it, you can just cut it out of that right there. From now on. And then get, get, uh, no, I want you to fucking layer in your guitar, goddammit. I, I want you to get your guitar out. And I don't have an electric. I don't even have a way to make it even close to electric. It doesn't have to be electric. <laughs> I mean, I could rip out one of my fucking. Uh, just rock a new, 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 new. I don't know how to do that. I was never very or good at guitar. Or a hard <laughs> like down, down, like a just chords. Everybody chord just just sure that chords. I was so good at the guitar, but I was never good at the guitar. But you are better than I am. <laughs> So do your magic, Swami. My nephew's better than you are, and he's only ever played a ukulele. Fucking use your thing that you did the intro for. Oh, use the fucking my mu- DJ oh, the, the thing. thing. The DJ thing? Yeah, oh, Fruity Loops, you mean. Yeah, whatever. Fruity Loops is a good program, yeah. Anyway, Still can we get back? Now, now we're on to it. Uh, uh, look, uh, fantasy football. <laughs> these are my top three. My top three for every position, all right? Now. Historically, it's either a wide receiver or a running back that goes within the first and second round. So, wide receivers, my top three as of right now. Top three. Who I would be like, bomb, bomb, bomb. I really expect them to go first. Top three wide receivers. Um, Tyreek Hill, Devontae Adams, and Juju Smith-Schuster. Okay, the only one that I do I believe not think I've heard of was uh, Juju Smith Schuster. Juju Smith Schuster, sir. Shoestring. Don't make fun of it. I <laughs> oh, no, I'm not. I'm just saying. It's man, a, it's a fucking name I haven't heard. I man don't plays for an AFC Championship, multiple Super Bowl winning Pittsburgh Steelers. 
Yeah, fucking. Pick. And is <laughs> a beast and in fantasy because of his quarterback Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, you always have to look at the quarterback when you're looking at running backs and wide receivers. Always got to trace it back. Wasn't Roethlisberger uh, going to be re- retiring? Or am I thinking of somebody else? No, no, no. I, I don't think any quarterbacks are retiring this year. Um, some may be there last year. Yeah, yeah. But we'll see. Come well, yeah, mid-season. I, th- I think he was talking about um, how like he's coming into his last years or some shit like that. But yes, Tyreek Hill just uh, he was just in the news. Oh, Hill all day long. Um, right? he was just in the news, and they thought they were going to get a suspension. The NFL said they did not find any evidence of domestic abuse or child abuse, mm. and so um, going off that, they're letting him play. Letting him play is a great thing. Um, for fantasy football. For us, yes, here at Fantasy Football. Not for whoever may be a victim if they have been beaten up. But I don't think he uh, It was a child spanking thing. I it was think. Just, uh, yeah, it's it. Or an argument or yeah, whatever. It, like, there's no evidence that it was anything horrible. Right. Like, they had independent investigators and nothing ever came of it. Okay. But there was an accusation and it flew around for a minute. And, you know, uh, it, honestly, any professional uh, athlete is going to be a target for anybody trying to take advantage. Right. You know, position. there was there was scrutiny by the police. There was scrutiny by the NFL for a while. There was a court case, blah, blah, blah. There just wasn't the evidence. It wasn't there. Okay, so, well, it's until proven guilty. This is the United States of America. So he's playing, and he plays for... the. One of the most fire teams right now in the AFC, like did fire. You just, did you just call the team fire? Fire, 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 fire. Uh, <laughs> uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, okay. Are rocking. They are. They are killing it. The they've last got, few years, they have killing. a roster that at least five or six of their guys that start out of their eleven-man team are on everyone's fantasy radar. Oh, yeah. And damn. Like, damn. I said, damn. (laughs) I said, damn. 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 (laughs) (laughs) That's the perfect one right there. And and then, of course, you always have Kenny Galladay for the Lions, but that's why I'm worried about the wide receiver core because other than Kenny Galladay, there's nothing. There's not really much. That's yeah. why I like Hawk uh, coming in in tight end slot as a rookie and like Stafford kind of going, yeah, I can work with him and I can work with Galladay and we've got two running backs that are pretty good. So everybody else can build around that. Right, right. And we can make a really fucking good team. And I want to see Stafford get a ring. Who doesn't want to see Matthew Stafford get a ring after 10 years in the NFL? Um, let me stop you there. Um most people who are fans of the NFL don't want to see Stafford get a ring. And uh, it, it's because they all see what we can't. We're breaking the Bobby Lane curse this year. You think so? Yep. Are, are we Calling going to the Super it. Bowl? Are Calling we going it. to the Super Bowl, baby? We're going and we're winning. <laughs> the Lions, you've got the prediction right here, everybody. Lucas says that the Lions, we're the D. Detroit Lions will be kicking the Super Bowl champions 
of 2019 to 2020's season. Well, technically, we already kicked the curse because Bobby Lane said in 1952 that we would never go to the playoffs again. And it took us till 1999 yeah. to get to the playoffs again. Yep, and then just two, the playoffs. Yep, and then 2008 we got to him again. Or ni- 92. I'm sorry, 90, 91, 92 season was when we got to the playoffs. So it was 2002 with when Barry. we went back. With Barry, yeah. Or 2001 when we went back. Yeah, and and Stafford brought us back, and we were going to kick the curse. We're going to the Super 2001, Bowl. and we didn't do it. First, okay, no, all your timing is off here because if. If uh, Stafford did it in 2001, then he's been in there for 20, or no, for 19 or for 18 years. And it's only been 10. So, yeah, not happening. 2008. Uh, yeah, 2008, 2009. Was our only 16 season. To, uh, yeah. 2009 was when we actually went to the wild card. The, the wild card playoff. Yeah, the 0910. So. It does count. You're First in the playoffs. First time we were in the playoffs. You get the playoff bonus if you're on the team. 92. Exactly. Now it was Barry Sanders' days. That's when we got made it all the way to the NFC Championship. And uh, funny and enough, lost to the Washington Redskins. Got a ass beat. Yeah, funny enough, 1992, also the year that I actually went and saw uh, the Lions versus the Niners at uh, fucking Pontiac Silverdome. Yay! Uh, oh, I missed the Silverdome. It was one of the greatest experiences of my entire life, and also one of the worst when it was the first time that I went to a professional football stadium's bathroom. As a man, one of the worst things you'll ever experience when you're a child. Well, because all the disgusting shit is about eye level. Oh, I know. <laughs> I, uh, from the age of seven to the age of about 11. Yep. Um, at least twice a year, my dad would take us to Tiger Stadium. Mm. Oh, ooh. And we'd do a day game. So, it, it was so old back then. I loved it, man. <laughs> 1987. Like 87, 88. Yeah. Just uh, going to a game. I was a little kid, man. I, I, had, I actually, had so much fun. My first three games were Wrigley Field, not uh, not Tiger Stadium. I was actually in a Cub fan family. family uh, Cub fan family. There we go. That'll work. And I never went to Pontiac Silverdome. However, I, I did go to Ford Field, but not for football reasons. WrestleMania 23. WrestleMania 23 with Donald Trump. Yep, it was uh, tr- the hair cutting match. If we had known, we would have figured out a way to, uh, you know, um, rig some uh, pyro to burn that toupee off his head. Maybe Bobby Lashley could have <laughs> had him too close to his fucking flames or something. Yeah, there you that go. That would have been nice. Do like a Pepsi incident, but worse. Ca- now ca- catch him watching off to the side uh, while Undertaker came out. It doesn't matter where you stood. There's fucking fire. Oh, there was. <laughs> it was hot where we were, oh and we God. were in the back, like nosebleed by the yeah, entrance. We, we were like a hundred and no, no, we we were we like, were at least a hundred yards away. No, a hundred yards sideways in from a the field. seat to the entrance, like sideways like that. Well, now where we were, it was probably yeah. more like 40, 50 yards. Uh, okay. Maybe 50, but I'm still giving you, like, at least over 50 We weren't in the nosebleeds. We were actually two steps down from the nosebleeds, which is still at fucking Ford Field. I mean, that's still pretty fucking far away from the action. But if we had had, like, opera opera binoculars or whatever to see that shit, that would have been so much better. But it wasn't about (laughs) the ring. It was about the entrance and where we were. And when Undertaker started his shit, the flames 
Yeah, the flames were just hot. I can almost guarantee hot. you, if you were outside of the fucking place when that happened, when that came off, and like within a reasonable amount from the building, you would have felt a, a reasonable surge of heat. Do you imagine <laughs> what the people who were sitting next to the entrance felt? Well, dude, have like you ever right seen... Right there, front row? I mean, if you, if, if you go back and look at even the video, they show the people that are in the fucking stands, and right there, they're fucking sweating their balls off. It's hot when them flames go off they, for The Undertaker. It oh, was yeah. hot. Hot. And we're talking about like pretty much the last seriously full Druid procession that he did. Yeah. Like, this was probably yeah, the, was. the last like biggest one he did at a WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, at least since. Mo- moving on from the uh, Motor City to the Good Times City. The Good Times uh, City? New Orleans. My uh, running backs. I never heard of that. I thought it was called the Big Easy. Well, it is called the Big Easy, but I had to do something. Uh, My top three running backs. We had a good time. Uh, Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara of the New Orleans Saints. Christian McCaffrey, of course. Of course. You You can't have it without McCaffrey. And you know what? Call me a fan. Call me whatever you want. My top three in my top three is you're a Detroit Mark, aren't you? Carry on Johnson. Carry on Johnson is gonna have a badass year. All right, you Mark. Um, with the team that we're building, we have an opportunity to have some great running back points oh, come through. That, that's and true. That's true. I am so ready for carry on. Like, okay, I get a lot of my information. Uh, some through news, but mostly through other podcasts that tell me what to think. <laughs> okay, so you such don't have as, your own mind. Such as the fantasy footballers, such as Jim Rome, Pharrell on the bench. I, I, I listen to other sports casts to get other educational tools to use for my own opinions. And the fantasy footballers especially, every time I think of carry on Johnson... I think of fucking uh, sticks. Carry or, on no, my Kansas. Yes, carry There'll on. There'll be peace when you are done. All right, Lay man. your weary head to rest. Don't you cry no more. Just okay. Don't. No. Stop. No. See, here's the thing. You can't do the whole song. We'll get in trouble, I'm man. I'm not gonna do the whole song, but here's the thing. Exactly that was my mom's ringtone for me. And well, that's his name too. I mean, so weird coincidence. Every time you I think should about put it. your money on Carryon Johnson this year. You should be the twelfth man in the fantasy football league, and I'll help you. I'll do it. How man. about that? I'll do it then. If there's a, if there's a spot, I'll fucking do it. There's an open spot. And I'll well, lose. Talk to Beach. Talk to Beach because two days ago there was another spot, and he was like, "Hey, we've got eleven out of twelve right now. All right, we'll we could use another out. person." We'll figure it out. Don't worry so, about it. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So, anyway. Uh, you keep going. Those are my top three there. Carry on, if you will. Then we're getting into uh, like seventh, eighth round. Seventh, eighth, ninth round. That's usually when tight ends and quarterbacks go. Okay. Especially tight ends. Tight ends are really, really uh, of a high quality commodity right now and can go as early as a fifth or sixth round. Um, just because Gronkowski retired. Uh, 
doing that opened up a, a, a new world to fantasy football players. When Rob Gronkowski left, there was no round one pick one. Right. It, it all of a sudden became who is the round one pick one. <laughs> yeah. Who's the new Gronk? Yeah. Basically. Who is the new Gronk that and, you uh, want? By the way, I overall. fucking hate Gronk as a person. Um, I in had him general. two years in fantasy football I mean, as a leagues, human being, and, I uh, kind of hate the guy. Is what I'm saying. He was our safety net for tight ends. <laughs> guy that has his own crews. That's just because he's him. Oh, like Chris Jericho? Uh, no, Chris Jericho has a wrestling cruise. Gronkowski's cruise was no. everybody be a douchebag. Listen to terrible EDM. No, no. Okay. Here we go. All right. Here's my top three. We're going to run through these real quick and then uh, we'll uh, take a break and, and wrap her up. Um, tight end. Top three. Travis Kelsey. Kansas City Chiefs. Once again, their roster is fucking stacked. KC is killing it. Zach Ertz. Sorry, buddy. My number two is Mark Ingram. Yeah. And my number three, I'm going out on that limb again with the Detroit Lions. I'm going to go Hawkinson, TJ Hawkinson. Hawk, the rookie tight end. I am going. Ladies and gentlemen, I believe we have a pattern. I'm going to run with him. I'm going to run with him as my number three. Yeah, All right. Yeah. You could you could pick worse guys to run with. Yes. In quarterback, Drew Brees, number one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Number fucking one. Are you still this though? man. You think he's still you think he hasn't had his best one yet? I guarantee you he may have had his best one, but he ain't done. Okay. He ain't done putting the grant. He one. ain't done. And right. and I tell you this much, he'll put up more points than Tom Brady will. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. Tom Brady is All day about long. winning the the whole thing. Drew Brees is about winning every fucking thing. Right. <laughs> you know exactly. Uh, and it's not saying that they do that. That's saying that that's what they're about. You can tell by the way they play. Tom Brady is a much more calculating fucking player. Yes, I agree. Drew Brees is all about kill it, get it done, fucking just put that in the end zone. It's over with. Fuck you. I want to go sit down. Yup. Um, <laughs> number two. He's the exact same way, and like I said, the fucking roster is a beast. Patrick Mahomes, man. Mahomes, Mahomes yo. With the Chiefs. That's Mahomes. With the, the Chiefs, year, with Tyreek Hill. Last with, year, from what I remember, he was a points-gaining son of a bitch mm-hmm. for anybody in fantasy football. I just uh, the, the word that I heard the most out of people's mouths was Mahomes. He'll connect to anybody. Oh, yeah. It doesn't matter who it is on the field. Oh, yeah. No, boom, ba-boom, ba-boom, points. ba-boom, ba-boom, ba-boom. Oh, ba-boom. am I getting points? Dude, you got Mahomes? Yeah, you got points. Yeah. Uh, okay. Oh, yeah, five yeah. seconds went by. You got points yet? Yeah. All right, quit. <laughs> uh, number trying to sound like I know what I'm talking about. Number three. <laughs> Obviously, I got to mark out. Number three's got to be Matthew Stafford. Fucking Lions. He's got to. Um, I love them Lions. Dude, Stafford, man. Um, I will I will draft Stafford. I usually draft two quarterbacks in every league I'm in. One to start, one to back up. And, and when Stafford starts so out. Stafford is definitely going to be on my both teams. Both teams I have, both leagues. He will be on my team. I guarantee you this. Um, I will draft him. If I got to do it in the fifth or sixth, because I can judge people, um, I'm glad we do live drafts. I'm yeah. glad we're all going to be looking at each other's faces, because if I start to see a fucking trend, I can squash it. 
<laughs> or or and get mine first and get a little sneaky cheese. Um, kickers top three. We're gonna go Matt Prado. Prado. Cerro Piero. Matt Prater. Matt Prater. Prater. There we go. We got English. Well, it's not really English. It's just a name, but, you know, whatever. It's an that's, English name. But that's why I was thinking of was Sierra Piero, which is No Fear. <laughs> All right, right. No Fear from Matt Prater. Who is who is the beast. The successor the, of the throne to Jason Hansen. He is. In the Detroit Lions and, Kicker Hall of Fame. Okay. And if you tell have- you this, Prater... Prater's making a case to almost surpass Jason Hansen if he could. Which, honestly, I think he's got the fucking cojones. I think he's got the talent. I think that Prater may surpass him. Matt Prater is so on point, it is ridiculous. And I love the fact that for years, probably since, since like 95 or 96... Okay. The Lions have not had a bad kicking game and have always had a solid kicker. That's true. We've had our for days that years were bad. And years. We've had like some days that were bad for our kicking teams, which were not very uh, good to be coincidental, unfortunately. But no, we haven't had a bad season for kicking. But you look at our kickers Prater, Jason Hansen. Hanson, uh, honestly, the biggest legend I can think of. In Those kicking. are our two kickers for the since '95. Oh yeah, we're in 2019. Dude, I, we have had two kickers. I know two. Okay, we've well, had, and you're right. Back. You're right. We've had like little rookie kickers here and there for like two games. '92 was '02, wasn't it? Because Hanson played. No, no, Jason Hanson started in the '90s. He played for MSU. Like in the late nineties, Jason Hansen played for Chicago in like ninety five. I gotta look it up, and he got traded. Uh, and here's he, here's a little uh, thing. Uh, I don't know shit about football. I am trying to go off of what I barely have in my head. So uh, my bad if I'm saying. Uh, don't awful look it things. up, man. I don't have time. Jason Hansen, you don't have time, really. No, I got to pee. Oh, he's got to pee. Oh yeah. Spent his entire 21-year career with the Detroit Lions, yeah. No, he didn't. He did. He started with Chicago. Chicago Jason had Hansen him. is an American retired football player who was a place kicker that spent his entire 21-year career. That's not true. With the Detroit Lions of the National Football League. That is not true. Is that so? That is so. I know this. You looking it up on your notepad? No, I just know it's a fact. Anyway, um... Prater number one. I got to go Fairbairn from Houston as number two of my kickers, my boom boom kickers. He's a fucking great kicker. I think Prater and Fairbairn, yeah, blah, blah. And then you got Robbie Gould, who, you know, can't miss. San Francisco 49ers. Oh, yeah. He's going to kick a lot of field goals. Good oh, on sure. him. So for I'll sure. give him three. He's gonna win that. a few games. He's gonna give you those bonus points there. Um, maybe not with the not, Niners. Not the a Niners ton of games. Suck. Not a ton of games, but there's gonna be a couple surprise games where he actually pulls them bonus points out. He will, but the Niners suck. So, yeah. 
But that's my um, top three. By the way, Jason Hansen was drafted in the second round of the 1992 NFL draft by the Detroit Lions, where he stayed until the end of his career. Uh, Boom. Well, aren't you fucking special? Yeah, well, you just Ruined said he my was, fantasy. You just said he, you, you had a fantasy I that would, he was No, a, I was told that back in the day. I was told that back in, like, 2000, 2001. Ginger, go away. Dog's got to pee, too, apparently. Anyway, uh, defense. To round it out, my top three defense uh, teams are going to be Philly. Yeah. The no-fly zone over there. Of course. It's a, um, it's a beautiful thing they got going. It, it really is. Houston, because oh. J.J. Watt's still rocking, rocking his thing. And uh, without Rob Gronkowski, Houston's going to have a lot easier time with New England. Because J.J. is healthy, and the rest of the defensive line is real stacked. Oh, yeah. And so I well, like I guess it. Yes, the third one. Is it going to be the Detroit Lions defense? Um, Right now, it is a tie between the St. Louis Rams and the Detroit Lions. Yes, okay. I, I'm. they're both kind of. <laughs> Got to keep the pattern there. But. But they're both doing a great thing and defensive. If I could have four of them, I'd do four yeah, of them. But, Ramsey you know, is a killer looking defense, right? I now. in general don't even put a backup defense on. Um generally there's no need. Everybody picks one defense. And yeah. if a defense sucks, I go hunting. And and like you, you get go the rare occasion where like all the top guys get injured in the first part of the season. You know, you get, you should always get a backup. In the first three weeks, yeah, you know where your your defense for fantasy football is going to be. And uh, trading them is, I mean, that's stupid anyway. So just go look for an ad drop. Just look for the other teams. If you're playing a 12-man team like I do or, or a 10-man team, it's one's a 10-man, one's a 12-man, you got over 20 other teams to yeah. pick from that are just sitting there and – Go week to week if you have to, you know, on defense. It's yeah. not disallowed. You can fucking add drop every fucking week. Be like, I like this team. Oh, I like this matchup. I like this matchup. Yeah. You can look for matchups. But your wide receiver core, uh, your running back core, and my tight end core usually always try and stay the same. I try and ride those out. My quarterbacks especially, I only get two. I usually only, only two. do two. Only two. Only two. Only two. And uh, speaking of number twos and number ones, number I got two. a number one. Hi, number two. And we are going <laughs> to be right back. You're listening to The Dark Show with Luke and Corey on some social media platform. sack of potato seeds and you go get your shovel well then let's get to planting yay that's cory's buckets 
Yes, Corey's Buckets. Perfect for uh, collecting rain after 45 years of drought. How the fuck did they survive? Brought to you by Corey Core. Welcome back to the Dark Show with Luke and Corey. We are available on Twitter at TDS Luke and Corey. We're available on Facebook at the Dark Show Luke and Corey. Go ahead and follow us there. Uh, you can also follow us as you're listening to us here on SoundCloud at TDS Productions and or uh, iTunes slash Apple Podcast. That's the Dark Show Podcast. Uh, we also have a GoFundMe just in case you guys want to send us money. It's the Dark Show Upgrade. That's the GoFundMe account. Go ahead and hit that up. Give us some money, please. Or you can just email, uh, figure out our address, and you can do that by sending us an email at the Dark Show Podcast at gmail.com. We're about ready to get out of here. We've just reached our 60 minute mark. However, we got some important events coming up. Obviously, SummerSlam coming up. Uh, be sure to check out our uh, preview and review of that. There's also AEW's All Out coming up. Uh, be sure to check in with that. Plus, all of your other impact in Ring of Honor and AAA and CMLL and uh, uh, CZW and, and Supermania next week. That's Juggalo right. Juggalo Wrestling Supermania next week. We're calling it Carl. You better show up here in the dungeon. We already know the guy. grind your face into a pine powder. We already know the guy, so we've already direct messaged the guy. We, we've been in contact with him. Uh, I don't think there was. Oh. 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 Lisa's here. People are here. Um, yes. But anyway, anyway G- G1 Supercard coming up to some fun things. Yes. G1's coming up. We, we needed to do some discussing on this because this is different than a different wrestling, a, a usual wrestling promotion uh, card. This is a tournament that oh, has yeah, been going points. on since last week and will be going on for another at least week and a half, I believe. I believe so. Uh, John Moxley just won uh, uh, his last match, and I can't remember who it was against, and I can't remember who's tied with him in the <laughs> A card, but on the B card, he is at 10 points, which is the top. He's three points above anyone else. Good deal. And uh, and it is odd. It, it's a, it's a round robin with six different wrestlers. Eight. Eight wrestlers. Oh, well, it's more than that. No, eight, eight oh, wrestlers in, in, each, in each line. In each card, yeah, basically. But there's A, a block card, and B block. Yeah, block, my bad. And each block is six wrestlers. I, I believe when I looked at it, it was, like, it was either eight or ten. Yeah, and they all do a round-robin tournament, and they have to fight everybody, and the one with the highest points gets to get into the quarterfinal slash final. That's right. I believe last night was round five. I may be wrong on that, but uh, yeah, Moxley came out with 10 points and being three points ahead of the, the second place. Nice. So he is Beautiful. definitely in the running. Um, uh, I, know, I know Okada is actually in second on the A block. I believe Jay White's involved uh, in that as well. Jay White is, and, and he, I believe he's uh, second or third on the A block. A yeah. third, I believe. And Ishii and uh, a lot of big names. Uh, so I, I will definitely dig into that and start getting right. into that well, more. It's just harder Juice for Robinson me. Was beaten last night. It's so. just harder for me uh, when with the schedule that I have right now for work. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's hard to watch all the wrestling that's going on because Especially when with you MLW and everything else popping out too. When you work like a half second shift, half third shift, 
your your life becomes going home, relaxing, falling asleep, go to work, uh, getting up. Going to work. Yeah, yeah. I, I rarely have time to actually even sit down and, and catch up with the wrestling that I do catch up with. Oh yeah, adaptation to this kind of schedule is hard as can be. But anyway, Which is why we've been few and far between. Uh, yes, but anyway, you all have yourselves a wonderful evening. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. That is the Dark Show with Luke and Corey. Thank you very much for listening to us. Please uh, tell your friends, rate, review, subscribe, do whatever you have to do. We're hanging on by a thread here. We've been here for a year. Um, we may do a one year anniversary thing, but we need to uh, we, we need to figure out finances. It's a thing. It, it it's a thing with everything. And hey, if every everybody who listened to this at least for a minute gave us a dollar, we'd probably have like twenty bucks, <laughs> and that'd be cool. That's that's um, actually pretty uh, ambitious, right there. You think twenty people listen to this? Well, there was the one time when we had like sixty three. Well, and it wasn't people listening; and, it was just people seeing but, it and touching it. Uh, but that's fine, right? But yeah, absolutely. If everybody did that, absolutely. we'd have sixty three dollars, and then we'd, we'd pay for two months of 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 time, and we could <laughs> save up. Uh, for other things like mixers and videos and yeah, equipment and honestly, things of that nature. So fucking get on it, people. That's right. That's right. All right. So thank you so much for listening. We have been The Doc Show. And also The Football Corner with Luke. Mm, fantasy football. Yep. Fantasy Island football. Have a good night. Really? Are we just going to keep doing this? Mm, fantasy Island. You just want to keep... One lemon. You got your midget. As we go. I got my midget. He's falling. Every. Whoop, whoop. Three, three seconds. Gathering. We're just doing a thing. Get them juggalos out right this, here. This is a, this is a bonus track? I think it might be a bonus track. We got a boner's track? <laughs> a boner's track? B-O-N-E-R's track. Do we have any naked ladies we can put audibly on uh, the uh, internet? Used to get boners and scrubs all the time. 